Today, we are talking with David Skidmore. David is an author, executive coach, and trainer. He helps busy executives and high-performing organizations overcome challenges and transform their experiences. Hi, I'm Zachary Alexander, the host of the Subscription Maker Podcast. Welcome to today's conversation. Don't forget to subscribe and check out some of our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. It's easy to understand why so many subscription makers are stuck. We've been dealing with a significant amount of uncertainty in our personal and professional lives. Unfortunately, we can no longer wait for things to settle down. Things may never get back to normal. So we're talking with an expert about how we can power forward. David, welcome to the Subscription Maker Podcast. Thank you, Zachary. Great to be with you today. So what does it mean to be stuck? You know, I think that's something that a lot of us understand is that feeling of being overwhelmed, feeling like you can't move forward, feeling like there's not really a way to back out of this moment. It's when, uh, you know, you can't get out of your current situation. At least that's what it feels like. Okay, so let's go a little deeper. Yeah. So how do you know when you're stuck rather than just having a bad day? Yeah, you know, I think sometimes the the bad days start to um, they start to to add up. But more than more than that, you know, for me, I had to take inventory. I had to reflect. Um, I had to really identify where I was. You know, one of the great leadership questions is, you know, where are you and where do you want to be? And when you see uh, that the place that you're in isn't really changing, you have to look at those factors. And, and so I think for a lot of people, they might be having a bad day. But sometimes deep down, somebody knows, you know what, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not who I want to be at this time. And I'm not really sure how to get out of this current situation. I need help. And that's where we help people get unstuck. Could you give us a couple tips, you know, just to get us going in the right direction? Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the most important questions you can ask somebody, uh, if you feel stuck, one of the most important questions is, what do I want? The challenge is sometimes when you're stuck, the reason you're stuck is because you're burned out. And so when you're burned out, you're missing out on some passion. And, and so, you know, I think you have to do a little bit of digging, a little bit of inventory. When you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling burnout, you can really start to have this mindset where, you know, where, where you are thinking and saying things like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be doing this. Okay, I understand. But talking about what we don't want doesn't move us forward. And so we have to identify what it is that we actually want. It's going to take some, some digging. And sometimes it's going to take some friends and some people to speak into you and remind you sometimes, no, you actually are gifted in this. You do provide meaning and purpose. You do provide impact for others in these ways. We see these, these are energizers for you. You're good at it. Uh, and, and, and inviting some, some other people that you trust who have your best interest in mind to speak into your life, uh, that can be really helpful as well. So what kind of time frame are we looking at? Yeah, uh, as, as far as getting unstuck? Yes. You know, I think it can be, it can be different for, for different people. And 
it's also to the situation, you know, if you're stuck with, you know, maybe you, maybe you brought on some investors and you're suddenly stuck with the $3 million in debt and you don't have a clear way out. That's, that's one feeling. And that's, that's a different reality. Another reality is, you know what? I'm stuck because my habits aren't working. My health is bad. And, um, not just my physical health, but my mental health. And so I need to start getting some quick wins to get myself back in motion again. So I, you know, some, sometimes like if, if we're looking at getting somebody unstuck, the process can take, uh, months and months and months, you know, sometimes several years of a dedicated process towards an ultimate goal. However, I will say, say this, one of my favorite quotes is three undeniable wins equals momentum. So while you might not be all the way unstuck overnight, you can start doing something about it today and you can start getting unstuck. Okay, David, let's shift gears a little bit. Please tell me a little bit about the leadership group. Yeah, so leader growth, we are so passionate about this, Zachary, because so many, so many leaders are feeling burned out, they're feeling overwhelmed, they're feeling exhausted after the past couple of years. And what we love to do is to help leaders overcome challenges and experience transformation. Now, a lot of leaders overcome challenges. In fact, that's why they are a leader. A lot of times, though, they don't go through a process of uh, reflection or sometimes looking at the big picture of where this path is ultimately taking them so that they're transforming into the person that they want to become. So often as leaders, we're so focused on what we're doing. And right along with that, we have to be focused on who we are becoming. And so that's really what we love to, to do is, is work with people at the intersection uh, of impacting lives as you're leading them and also who are you becoming in the process? Uh, and so we do that in individual coaching, do that in training sessions of small groups, you know, mastermind groups. We also uh, are working on something that we're going to roll out this fall called Modern Leadership, uh, which will be a phenomenal eight-month uh, experiential transformation, uh, experiential transformational leadership course. Uh, and so really excited to be able to uh, take some high achievers through that. Now, was your company a, a, a pivot? Was it a, re a response to what we saw during the great pause? You know, I believe looking back on it, that's actually what it is now. You know, there's so many of us had an opportunity to reflect and say, is this really where I want to be? And is this, is this even as a leader? You know, one of my mentors, West Lane, he says, when, when a leader looks back on their life, they don't want to look back and see that they left anything on the table. You know, any territory that a leader was able to lead into, press into, build into, a leader wants to max out on that. And so I think, you know, like many people, I had the opportunity during the great pause to reflect and to ask, what do I really want to do? And those questions are stirring up and I, you know, I'm, I'm a person of faith. And so uh, as, as I continue to pray and to focus and to seek, well, this just kind of unlocked opportunity. And so here we are uh, stepping out to, to build something that ultimately is able uh, to help other people overcome challenges and experience transformation in their lives. Okay. I want to put a bigger point on that yeah. as a person of faith. 
What was the decision-making process like for you? Well, let me ask you this, Zachary. How, how transparent would you like for me to be in, in the process? Well, see, I got people who are having the same issues. And for two yeah. years, we talked about pivoting. Yeah. So I say go for it. Okay. So whatever you feel comfortable sharing. All right. Well, here is, here's just my authentic journey is I got to, um, I went through a time of prayer and, and fasting, just kind of really laying my life. I, I believe Jesus is Lord. And so I just try to lay my life out uh, before him and ask him for solutions when I'm overwhelmed. And, and, and even now just trying to invite him uh, and his wisdom into everything that, that I do. You know, Zachary, I was at a point when uh, I could feel, you know, sometimes you can just feel that there's a shift that's coming up. And so I was just praying about it and asking. And one day as I was journaling, I got this so clearly he said, get ready, you're moving on. And I said, that's fantastic. What are we going to do? And what I heard so clearly was, I'll show you after you step out. Now, I, I love developing leaders. I'm passionate about it. But for me, this was a step of faith, stepping out into building uh, a leadership company. This wasn't something at the time that I was looking at. I was actually working with the faith-based leadership group uh, in, in Oklahoma City and, and, and having a great time uh, impacting lives doing that. Um, but then another day in prayer, I got a different message and it was, all right, you're, you're moving forward now. I thought it would be probably a few months later. And so when I got that, you're moving forward now. All right. So after I stepped out, I said, okay, what are we doing now? <laughs> you know, I like to make moves that are a little bit more calculated that it, what, what are we doing? Show me. And then I'll jump. I jumped, I got out and what I kept hearing over and over and, uh, had, had some mentors verify and confirm it. Um, is that the desires that were put in my heart were placed there by him in the first place. And so to go ahead and pursue that. And so that's where I actually ended up pressing in and, and uh, creating leader growth. Okay. So you've talked about mentors. Let's talk about the people you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. You know, do you have a kitchen cabinet? Do you have a personal advisory group? Do you work with a mastermind? How does that, how do those people come into your life? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think one of the things that I've been blessed by Zachary is, is, is I have had some amazing friends from college on, and I, I don't think everybody has the opportunity to walk with people who are challenging you and pushing you. A lot of times uh, relationships, unfortunately have shelf lives. And sometimes we end up moving forward because a person isn't willing to walk forward with us. Uh, I, I, I built some friendships with, uh, specifically a few other guys in college that to this day, I'm very close with, and they continue to, uh, offer perspective. They're able to speak truth about who I am. Uh, and they're also able to, to, to give me hard truths and say, you know what, that doesn't really sound like that's your, your gifting. That sounds, uh, that sounds a little bit more aspirational. And sometimes you got to have, have some people who, who say that's really not where you're making your greatest impact. The other thing is, um, you know, when I was, leaving off to, to college. I, I didn't know this at, at the time, but my mom prayed that I would have great mentors. My dad prayed that I'd have uh, great mentors. And so for whatever reason, I, I, you know, I'm a person of faith, person of prayer. And so what happened over the next 18 years is 
doors just opened. And I think I got the best mentors over the past 18 years that I could have possibly had. It just people who were so kind, but also so much further along than me. And so I still, um, I loved it to sit down with some of my mentors and, and ask them to shoot holes through the idea that, that I'm thinking about, because uh, if they can shoot holes through it, then it's going to save me a lot of time. Uh, and, and so I, I do that through just relationships of trust that, that have been built. It's been more formal at different times, but, but right now, uh, you know, I've got, I've got about five really solid mentors and I've got some phenomenal friends. I want to get back to something you just said. So David, how do you define impact? So this is how I would define impact is I'm, I'm going to think about impact uh, in two specific ways. One is direct impact and the other is indirect impact. Uh, direct impact is when I'm working specifically with, with somebody. I believe as a leader, uh, you're only going to be able to lead people as well as you love them. If you don't love people, you might impact them in, in, in some helpful ways, in some measurable ways, but ultimately leaving that impression that's going to shape them into the kind of person that ultimately we all want to be. I believe that that happens through love. I also believe that there's indirect impact. And, you know, maybe that's like somebody picked up unstuck. I try to love my, my, uh, my reader when, <laughs> when I'm writing, but I might not ever hear from them. Uh, somebody might tune into a podcast, get something there. I don't have necessarily that same level of relationship with them, but hopefully some of the truths that are being shared from, from a distance, but we're not in a direct uh, relationship. But I, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, how I define impact is, is being able to leave an impression that shapes someone's life in a healthy way. At least that's the kind we want is to leave impressions on people that shape their life in a healthy way, uh, and ultimately help them become, be, help them become the kind of person that, that, that they want to be. Okay, so the follow up is, uh, could you give us some tips on how to get that done? You know, how do we move in the right direction? Yeah, so one of my favorite moments, I, I, I believe Jesus is the best leader who ever lived. And he, there's this just beautiful moment where uh, a rich young man was talking to him and came with, with uh, some big questions about faith and life and wasn't quite sure what to do. But before Jesus ever said anything to him, it says he looked at him and he loved him. Well, if you just start there with, with people, most people are so busy today, Zachary, looking at their phones, looking at their computers, looking at sometimes past the person that they're talking to. But if you just start right there, as you look at someone and you love them, you're going to be engaged. You're going to listen to what they're saying, and you're going to be able to be someone who can actually help them out. You know, I, I think it's difficult uh, to make an impact when you're not in a consistent relationship with somebody. And if you're leading somebody, then it's really important that you're in consistent communication with them and that you're sitting down with them weekly. You're sitting down with them to listen to where they are, uh, 
sometimes you're going to be in a different kind of role. Maybe you're in a mentoring role where you're meeting with somebody, you know, once a month, but, you know, are you texting? Are you checking in on people? Are you encouraging them? Uh, so many people have a lot of negativity and, and, you know, just so many things that they battle in life. And so when somebody knows that no matter what you're for them, that you're going to be a person who cares about them, that opens up a relationship of trust that if you keep showing up, it continues to grow and expand. And uh, it gives you the opportunity to really help people out because they trust you over the long haul. So David, we know that CEOs and business owners and senior executives are all busy. So how do you go about getting their attention? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I think one of the most important things you can do is love the people and serve the people well that you already do know. Um, but part of what's been helpful is, is in serving people well and in loving people well, uh, that allowed people to share with others. And so, you know, I, I think sometimes we overlook uh, just relationships of trust because we're trying to go too fast. Um, and, and I'll share how I go about it. And it's different for, for other people because other people are wired in, in different ways. I love connecting with people. Um, you know, on, on my podcast, I had a great networker on my friend, Julie Parton recently. And, and Julie's amazing at networking. I don't necessarily love going to a networking event, but I love connecting. I love sitting down, having a coffee, learning about you. I think when you do that over years, you start to build trust. Uh, when you're not showing up asking for something. Now, that's, that's ultimately because you're in the game for a relationship. Um, but when you're in the game for a relationship, people end up trusting you a little bit more. Uh, and, and, and I think that that's important is just showing up and genuinely caring about other people. The other thing is, I think you have to know who you are and what you're about. <laughs> uh, I found it really helpful if, if somebody's wanting to talk to me about something is to just lead in with that from the beginning. I love it when I know somebody's intentions. I don't think anybody wants to sit down and wonder where things are going, uh, wonder where somebody is, is ultimately leading this. I, I think it's fantastic to, to even lead up with, hey, I'd love to, to talk to you about this. And let's do that in a few. But first, let's just talk. How are you? You know, but letting people know who you are, what you're about, and, and ultimately, can you help them out? Okay, once they've formed this relationship with you and they've spoken to you, so David, what kind of results can your clients expect to get with you? I mean, they've got other choices, there are other people, there are other coaches they can work with, but what is it specifically that you can deliver that other people can't? You know, I. It just makes me think I've got these AirPods right here. Uh, well, one of my favorite things about AirPods, Zachary, is that they, they fit really well. They work really well. They integrate really well. But Apple didn't roll them out instantly. Uh, you know, I think you can work with, with a lot of different people. And there are some amazing coaches who are going to get you some incredible results. I think probably what I'm going to be able to offer people is that um, we'll go where you want to go. Some people want to put in the work and they're going to get as much out of it as they want to. And some people, you can't, you, you, you can't make transformation happen. 
And so that's why we help leaders overcome challenges and experience transformation. But it's ultimately, what do you want in the process? And so I think helping people clarify that upfront is able to then shape their expectations and ultimately where things go. We can send accountability, encouragement, build people up, whatever it is. But ultimately, I believe that it has to come from the other person. And if it comes from the other person, then we can build something incredible together and really go wherever they want to go in the process. Generally, people are, are afraid of change. They're reticent. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't know where to start. Yeah. So how do you get them to take the, make the, the little changes that get the ball rolling? Yeah. So one of my favorite things in, in working with high achievers is that high achievers will almost always lead with where they're doing really well. But if you're sitting down with me, that's not why we're here. So let's go ahead share those things. And then let's just, let's go ahead and get down to what you ultimately want. And you know what, if, if, if that's not something that you want to do, if, if, if as a leader, you're in a place where you don't feel like you can be transparent about where you want to go and the things that you're um, feeling challenged by, this probably is not going to be a great relationship uh, as far as working together. Because the, the one thing that we're going to have to have is we're going to have to have transparency. If we don't have transparency, you're not going to be able to be developed. You're not going to be able to be grown. You're not going to be able to become the person that you ultimately want to be and the leader that you want to become. David, would you consider your business an online business? It's becoming that more and more. You know, as as we're working towards modern leadership, so much of it is becoming that. I think leaders at this point, we have to be thinking across the board uh, of how everything is online and especially in the digital transformation. Even if, even if you know, you're selling something that's a tangible physical product, you're still gonna have uh, social media, you're still gonna have uh, web-based services. There's still going to be that component. The only thing is sometimes we're not thinking about that enough and how it can really serve people well today. You know, one of the things I noticed in looking at your website, which is that you don't have a customer face and log on button. Right. And I was just thinking, um, you know, with your book unstuck, that that would just seem to lend itself to being an online course. Yes, I believe unstuck will be an online course. We shot some videos for it. I think when you serve people, you always want to do it at a level of excellence, you know, Greg McCown wrote a great book called Essentialism. He wrote another phenomenal one called Effortless that uh, has shaped a lot of uh, a lot about what, what I'm thinking, because sometimes we do want to just look and say, what's the most simple way that, that I can get somewhere? At the same time, uh, you want to be able to, to serve people in a way digitally that's really going to serve them. I think that right now there are a lot of high price courses that don't ultimately deliver uh, on what people think, think that they're signing up for. And unfortunately, it ends up degrading and diminishing the trust that you have with an audience because you're not really helping them get those results. And so, uh, like, like I said, we're working with um, even with modern leadership, we're working with industry experts. We will roll out some some digital assets around Unstuck and roll that into a course. But we just want to make sure that before we roll that out, charge anybody for it, that we're giving somebody uh, really impactful material that's going to be for them world-class in providing that transformation. 
as we start to wrap up, David, is there anything you wish more people would ask you? Yes. I would start with people just making an acknowledgement because I'm talking to enough people that are close in my, uh, close to my circle, whether I coach them or, or not that I know people are really feeling a lot of burnout right now. And so I would, I wish people would feel the confidence to know I can be a high achiever. And also I can be stuck and overwhelmed and burned out at the same time. And I don't have to walk in and impress anybody. In fact, I can just sometimes even ask a simple question, which is, hey, would you let me know I'm not alone in this? <laughs> and would you let me know that I'm not crazy at this point? Because I think sometimes people can be in their heads so much that they feel isolated, alone, overwhelmed, and like they can't get anywhere in, in the future. And so, you know, um, it's, it's our strengths that we often celebrate on our LinkedIn profiles or wherever in, in life. And that, that gets us plaques and it gets us trophies and different things and awards are, are fine, but it's our, it's our weaknesses and it's our flaws even that connect us to each other. And so just for people to have the ease and the comfort, and I believe that's where we're going as a, as a, as a society and as a culture today, is I believe we're going to a more transparent time. Um, but I would love to see leaders as we go along, just begin to feel more and more comfortable saying, you know what? I'm not where I want to be right now. I'm not even sure if I want to do something about it, but I just got to say something so that I don't feel alone anymore because we all need each other. And sometimes you're one word of, of sharing something like that. You're one word of encouragement away from helping yourself take the next right step to get unstuck. So David, do you have anything coming down the pipeline that you feel comfortable talking with us about? Yeah, so next month, uh, actually, when, when does this release? Next, uh, it'll be three or four weeks. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, so I'm really excited because here in July, uh, my second book for Love With Joy is coming out. Uh, I'm really excited to to share that it's for love with joy, the best way to live, the only way to die. That's what the book is, is about. And it's to help people find meaning, purpose, and peace in the aftermath of a lot of grief. And so I share my own story and what I experienced uh, with my mom passing away and then life on the other side of that. Uh, and so I, I'm really excited to be able to connect with people through that. Uh, on top of that, I'm excited for us to, to roll out modern leadership this fall. Um, it's going to be an incredible journey. It's going to be something that is going to impact leaders and give them yes, timeless leadership practices, but also help them develop for the modern world because we're getting thrown all kinds of new challenges at this time. And so excited to, to share that. And as always, uh, the leader growth podcast, uh, where people can overcome challenges and experience transformation, where we give people one step per episode on how to do that. So what's the best way to follow you on social media? Yeah, you can find me on social media on any platform at I'm David Skidmore. David, thank you for joining us on the Subscription Maker Podcast. Thank you. It's an honor. This is your host, Zachary Alexander. Please join us next time as we talk about what it takes to run a small subscription business.